Hello, my name is Jonathan Swift, the Content Director at InfoPro Digital's Insurance Division. I'd like to welcome you to another Motor Mouth podcast. And today I'm delighted to say I'm joined by John Dye, the under- Director of Underwriting Motor at QBE, and also a member of our Motor Insurance World Advisory Board to talk about things during lockdown. How are you doing, John? Yeah, very, very well, Jonathan. I've, uh, I must admit, it's the first time I've been called a motor mouth, but it's, uh, it's a, it, it, there's a first for everything. There is, there is. I'm sure we, we mean it in a very kind of jovial way rather than an unpleasant way. <laughs> so, so, John, quick first thing first. How have things been for you and QBE since the lockdown's been implemented? Uh, I, I'm going to guess like, like many people, um, I mean, personally, I've enjoyed the time with my family um, and exercising in, in perhaps instead of the, the London commute. Uh, the, the days are very much characterised, again, again, probably like like a lot of people within the insurance industry at the moment, around the, an accelerated use of technology and screen-based interactions where, yeah, whether that's work or socialising uh, outside of work. So, uh, and that, yeah, and of course, um, for those for those with families, uh, uh, as I have, it's the uh, homeschooling, which um, I can categorically say I can take little to to zero credit for in in this household. Um, I suppose from a from a QBE perspective, the yeah, in the context of the speed and the extent of change that that, that we've had, I think yeah, as a yeah, as a as an organisation, as a team, QBE has shown a, an incredible amount of resilience in maintaining. I suppose focus and, and support for our customers. I think some of the, some things are, are are more difficult in this environment, and they take longer to they take longer to action. But it's fair to say, uh, yeah, it's fair to say at times we're seeing a higher intensity around workloads, which yeah, which which is is more demanding on 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 the teams. And John, can I ask? I mean, what were the biggest challenges um, to kind of you know changing to the new ways of working remotely for for yourself and QBE? Um, I th- yeah, I think I, I mean. It, it, it's not been a. I think the adjustment, the adjustment to remote working is not. It's, it's not been easy, but I think QB were well, were, were reasonably well placed um, in terms of their thinking pre-lockdown. So certainly over the last 18, 24 months, we've we've moved to a more agile working environment where where pretty much the vast majority of our staff have laptops. Uh, we have a hot desking in in the offices. Obviously, when we were in the offices, paperless environment. And 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 we're already working from home on a on a more frequent basis. Um, so I think I think outside of our central operations teams, we had most of the infrastructure in place. So so the biggest in in the sense of biggest challenges, yeah, the, the central operations teams where yeah the, the telephony is is important. Um, I think that's probably that was probably one of our one of our biggest challenges. But yeah, we did a we did a huge amount of resilience testing and and infrastructure testing before before lockdown commenced which i think helped design out any major issues and and i think i think we've yeah i would hope we, we, it's resulted in very little disruption for our customers um it would yeah again that i think that however however prepared you are as an organization i think yeah whether you're working from home on an occasional basis i think that's very different to now working in a on a full-time basis where yeah, yeah. If you're used to multiple screens, or 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 yeah, you're having to work in yeah in bedrooms or kitchens, or uh, and, and you overlay that with childcare and homeschooling, or or or, or living by yourself, then yeah, I, I think it, it's 
it's incredibly important. We yeah we keep and and it has been for QBE that we keep people's well being both mentally and physically at, at the forefront of our minds. But yeah, QBE is yeah we, as an organisation, every employee has been able to uh, purchase um, you know whether it be desks, screens, keyboards, mice, mouse. Um, so yeah, I, I think as an organisation, it, it, it's been incredibly inclusive and supportive. Can I ask if you look at the broader motor market, what, what's your take, John, on what has been the in, biggest impact there, aside from a, an initial reduction in traffic? Um, I suppose the, the, the biggest impact, um, well, I suppose that the, the first thing that I would hope it's done uh, is, is increase and accelerate uh, innovation within within the industry. Um, I mean, that, that may be big, that may be small innovation, um, but I think, you know, when, you know, whether it's COVID, change driven by COVID or, or, or driven by anything else, yeah, yeah it, it always goes without saying that, yeah, those embrace and, and innovate in, in times of change, are those likely to be more successful? Um, yeah, the, the obvious impact in, in terms of, of COVID is the reduction in the use of vehicles and, and, and road usage. Um, but it's it's clearly wider than that in the sense of you know, the repairers that that you know, work normally goes to around you know, damaging um, or repairing damaged vehicles. So that may be the you know, the work volumes, the changing work processes, the supply chain that yeah you know, in in terms of parts, uh, and then yeah you know, even from a even from a third party injury and a third party ha- claims handling point of view, it's it's. We've had changes to the processes of, of, of handling PI claims. We've had, yeah, we've had the delays to the PI reforms that yeah, were anticipated this year, and now pushed back to April 2021. So, yeah, we're starting to see some some trends, some, some upward trends around credit hire with yeah, it, the time it's taking to actually repair vehicles. So, I think long long term, there'll be more. I think the the, the impact will be driven more by actually what happens outside of the, the motor industry specifically. So so whether that be the economic trends and the slowdown in the economy, you know, whether that be UK or, or more globally. Um, the ways in working, yeah, will we all go back to, to working to working full time in offices or will there be less traveling? Will there be less need? And and then yeah it it's that yeah at the moment it's driven by social social distancing but and, and the use of or the limited use of public public transport but yeah what, what's going to happen around new mobility solutions and and yeah lots of discussion ongoing around yeah the trials on e-scooters and 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 how we how we yeah how was a yeah great innovation but yeah how do we introduce those in a, in a, in a safe way so yeah I, I think there's okay back to that yeah what's the biggest impact yeah, from a QBE point of view, yeah, most of our, our, our customers are, are predominantly commercial commercial customers, and and uh, yeah, and we, what we're seeing is extremes. <laughs> the impact on our customers could be, yeah, from yeah, we insure a significant proportion of the bus and coach sector, uh, and yeah, as as you and the listeners might imagine, there is a considerable number of vehicles laid up. Um, as we speak, and yeah, and while social distancing distancing is in place, then yeah, that that outlook really does not look good. Um, but you put that in contrast to actually our customers involved in logistics, transportation of goods, yeah, medical supplies, and 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 such sectors as those. Then yeah, they've very much seen a a, a significant uplift in activity and and, and have seen growth. So yeah, it's it's very it, yeah, it's it's. 
it's such a wide ranging impact on 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 different sectors that I think it's a, it's difficult to pinpoint any you know, any single impact to say yeah that is absolutely the biggest impact. So obviously there's been a lot of talk, uh, or there was a lot of talk during lockdown. This probably led from the US, where insurers like Allstate gave rebates back to rebates back to policyholders. So there's been a a lot of talk about this kind of um you know the motor insurance industry handing back policy rebates for for idle vehicles. Is that as relevant in the commercial space where you've already said that's where, where you tend to focus, that it is in the personal space? Yeah, I, I, I think absolutely. It's I, I think I think it's absolutely appropriate. Um, I think the, the considerations are, and, and probably the, the approach needs to be different. Um, it's, it's probably not appropriate for me to comment on the wider market. Uh, but from a QBE perspective, the, the, yeah, the aim since the outset of, of, of COVID lockdown is has been around being yeah being fair to our customers listening to our customers um, and, and, and I think that's a lot easier to do that as a yeah when we've got yeah we've got a lot less policyholders than than perhaps some of the the, the retail motor insurers um, yeah I mean for, for us some of the things that, that we've done to um, to support our customers I mean we, we've, we've changed We've made changes to the adjustment conditions in our in our policies, so we can so we can give money back um, quicker. Um, so rather than waiting as as some policies would until the end of the year to to make premium adjustments, we've 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 torn those up in 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 favour of our clients and 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 given premiums back quicker for those that are laying up vehicles. Um, we've made we've <laughs> yeah, we've made system and product changes. Um, Certainly, as an example, one of our digital products, where yeah, actually some of the changes that our customers are asking about, the product didn't support and what was never intended to support. So we've, yeah, we fast tracked some changes on, on on those payment deferrals and changes to premium instalments, changes in use of vehicles. So we yeah, we've had lots of examples where things like yeah, well, in, on our minibus portfolio, um, yeah, changing from carriage of passengers to carrying yeah, hot food for for vulnerable people. Um, uh, yeah, and I think we've we've also been fortunate enough to be involved in some some new mobility um, uh, initiatives. Uh, a company called CarShare, CarShare car with a with a K, um, which is a which was a an existing customer of ours, but but they they set up a new initiative focusing on on car sharing for uh, making sure key workers have got, have got access to vehicles. So yeah, we yeah it was it was a great opportunity, and yeah, we were pleased to support that, but. Yeah, the 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 the, pre, the premium, the return premium. Yeah, we're yeah we're now tracking at a, a an eight figure sum in terms of the the money we've given back to our customers. And I, yeah, for me, I think that demonstrates the commitment to to do the right thing. Excellent stuff. Can I also ask John then? Uh, we're now really moving, I suppose, through the phase where where lockdown measures are being eased. Uh, as an insurer of motor vehicles, are you expecting to see a, a surge as people get moving again? What are you expecting to see from a motor insurance perspective as we kind of go through this kind of ease, easing of the lockdown back to some semblance of normality? Yeah, good, 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 good question. What what does normality look like? Uh, and perhaps this is the yeah, this is the the million dollar question around yeah, for for us as insurers, yeah, what what is it? Um, yeah, where where. Where are we assessing in terms of the claims projections for the next? Yeah, not not just perhaps in the next six months, but but also for for perhaps the next twelve or twenty four months, taking into account yeah economic activity and, and such like. Um, 
I, I think we can take reference from from probably other countries that have perhaps lifted lockdown ahead of us. That I think there will be a, there, there will be limitations to that, given that that a lot of countries have taken a different approach to lockdown to lockdown itself. Um, so the, the read across might be a little bit difficult, but but yeah, there, there will be learnings there. Um, yeah, what, I suppose what do we what have we seen around as as yeah as I suppose throughout th- through May and and now into June we are yeah we are seeing an uplift in claims volumes, but yeah still considerably lower than than pre lockdown. Um, and I think, th- yeah, the outcome, the outcome, it, it, I think, is going to depend on a number of factors, and 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 also how they interlink. And uh, you know, we've probably touched on them already, Jonathan. But uh, yeah, so it's around the, uh, yeah, the social distancing. Yeah, is that two meters? Is that one meter? What does that mean for public, for the use of public transport? Um, yeah, how does that? How does that interact with remote working yeah are people going to continue to work from home or is there going to be a, a more uh on mass return to the office uh, uh and in which case if 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 the interplay between those two um is is i suppose uh, is such then yeah we, undoubtedly we're going to see more more vehicles on the road we're probably going to see more cyclists um and we yeah and we're going to see the, the adoption of, of other things you know whether that be e-bikes or or, or such like as, as e-scooters as, as the dft are, are looking to trial um very soon so so yeah you, again this back to your question around the surging claims that i think there will be a catch-up from lockdown uh, yeah our, our, the severity of claims is is suggesting that actually a lot, a lot of the smaller claims have not been made yet and and perhaps people are uh, are waiting um, to submit those, uh, yeah, when when garages and and repairers are, are opening in, um, but it won't, I guess it won't be just about yeah that 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 role about yeah us as insurers projecting you know what are the trends in the future and therefore reflecting that in 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 fair premiums, but it will also be about that claim severity aspect and 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 how the cost of claims change will be just as important. So whether that be parts inflation. Uh, slow down in the repair turnaround. Yeah, I guess from a from in, in the sense of credit higher and, and what that means. Uh, but if we've got also if we've got more, yeah, we've got more more cars on the road. Um, yeah, more 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 bikes on the roads. More office cyclists. The the, the safety considerations around the e-scooters. Um, so yeah, more vulnerable road users, more traffic, more congestion. I'm, I don't think it's probably unrealistic and or unreasonable to for us to see more inju- injuries. So, so yeah, I, the prices I think in the market, uh, yeah, especially against some of the surveys that, that I've seen from analysts recently, that I think it suggests there's been a, a, a an adjustment down on premiums to re- to reflect the current environment. But um, yeah, it'll be that interplay between frequency improvements offset by severity as to yeah where pricing goes in the future. And John, you've touched on this already, really, but there is an expectation that um, people will try and avoid public transport um, when we get back to the new normal. And you've talked about the great reduction of bikes and e-mobility models. I mean, what what, what opportunities does this create for, for the insurance sector? Because you, you do seem to believe there will be a greater use of bikes and, and other kind of uh, mobility as a solution services. Yeah, I think this is John. This is going to be a real challenge for I think think for the country around just making sure you know our our roads are safe for for all road users. And 
yeah, it, it's not just about yeah the protecting and 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 reducing the cost of claims. It's about it's about people's safety. So, yeah, I don't know whether yeah personal experience recently uh, the 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 demand for bikes is is for for reasonably priced bikes unless you're prepared to pay yeah, thousands of pounds then yeah the demand is is certainly outstripping supply so so yeah, I, I it would suggest that that we're going to see a lot more people on 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 the road on on their bikes and 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 if they're not if they're novices if they're if they're not investing in helmets if they are yeah riding with 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 earphones in yeah they it, it it's not I'm not overly optimistic in terms of, of some of those outcomes. So, so I, yeah, I can see. I, again, it comes back to that social distancing, public use of public transport, getting people back onto the buses, back onto the tubes, um, yeah, and the and the public transport. If 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 that if there's a delay in that, then then I think there yeah there, there could be a cocktail for 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 an increase in in, in injuries, which which is not a good thing. So, John, you've already mentioned about the fact that COVID-19 could could spark something here. Do, 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 can you expand on, you know, what, what that could be in terms of sparking the motor insurance industry to enact major changes? I mean, this is kind of one of those once in an almost lifetime opportunities, really, isn't it? Yeah, I, I, it, I, yeah, I do hope and I, and I, and I suppose I, I'd like to I'd like to be optimistic in, in anticipating that they will spark a change in it and it will create and and it will, will challenge insurers around yeah both product innovation and and I suppose operational efficiency um, especially if yeah if there are if if in the in the longer term you know whether it be around automation and vehicle safety and uh, and, and a reduction in in you know frequency of accidents Again, that that interplay between that 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 reduction in frequency versus yeah an uplift in, in severity, and I think that yeah that that's gonna that's gonna drive that, that, my anticipation is that's gonna drive innovation and 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 changes in the in the way we do business. Now yeah whether that'll be revolutionary or not, I, I think time will tell, Jonathan. But yeah, the. It, it, it's it's there it, it's there the, the, there's changes afoot um and yeah I, I, and i hope i hope very much hope that yeah for the sake of, of the end customer and, and and i suppose for the sake of being innovators then then it's something that that as an industry we can we can embrace excellent well john unfortunately we're out of time uh, thank you very much for, for for your time thank you very much cheers jonathan all that's left of me to say is that uh, just to remind you that motor insurance work in work motor insurance world has now been rearranged for the 15th September, uh, and please stay tuned for more details as revised agenda is announced shortly. Until the next Motormouth podcast, it's goodbye for me. Cheerio, everybody. Bye. <laughs>